the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to be with you. Start of a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Some strange headlines today, and some, uh, you know, news is always out of the blue, or it wouldn't be news, right? I mean, when a plane lands at John Glenn International Airport, we don't break in with a breaking news sounder because we expect it. It's the only out-of-the-ordinary that makes news. So is John Fetterman being hospitalized? Is that really news? John Fetterman is lightheaded. <laughs> the senator from Pennsylvania, the newly elected senator from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman was lightheaded at a Democratic retreat and has been hospitalized. Now listen, I certainly hope John Fetterman is perfectly fine and healthy and is not suffering another stroke, and I'll issue all the qualifiers I have to say, which are self-evident and stupid that I even have to say them, because I obviously don't wish anything ill on John Fetterman. But John Fetterman lightheaded and has to be hospitalized. I mean, I get it, it's news, he's a U.S. senator. But he's kind of been lightheaded all throughout his public life since he was running for office. Hasn't he been lightheaded throughout all that? Like, is anybody shocked that John Fetterman well, the fact that he is had in a, a hospital? Had a stroke during the campaign. That's why it's news. I mean, call me not surprised when everybody was already saying throughout the campaign, everybody on the Republican side, that as soon as John Fetterman got to Washington, his very ambitious wife who went around the halls of Congress, like literally standing in front of him while glad-handing and getting her picture taken with every Democrat whose boots she licked, we knew this woman would eventually be the senator to replace John Fetterman from Pennsylvania. Whatever Super Bowl bet you're going to place on Sunday, I'll give you Better odds that John Fetterman does not serve his first full term as a Democratic senator from Pennsylvania. And if I'm not mistaken, she's not much better than him, huh? Well, not in terms of policy. Yeah. No, she's not much better than him. Now, listen, we we decry bad policies. Welcome to Alan Rogers subbing in for Pam. We Sorry, hope Pam I'm... is better. Pam is Pam is not feeling well today. Uh, Sorry. That is a surprise because Pam, not unlike John Fetterman, Pam is a hard worker and Pam is cognitively present and able to interact and process information and, you know, add a lot to the show. I'm glad Fetterman's not my producer. That would be a disaster. So I'm glad you're my producer today. Thank you. So we greet our listeners in 94.5 in Dayton and 98.9 in Columbus. And no, I didn't intend to start the show with John Fetterman, but I was just ready to come out and talk about this very, very um, bothersome incident at Bexley, and we don't have full context on it because the news reports on it have been kind of incomprehensive, 
not comprehensive. Uh, but the John Fetterman is hospitalized. Like this infuriates me because anybody with a working brain could see this coming. This guy was clearly not fit. Again, we're talking about John Fetterman, not Joe Biden. This guy was clearly not fit to run for office and got elected to the highest, well, one of the highest office in the offices in the land because we don't vote for capability. We don't vote for results. We vote for labels. We vote for labels. And it just it aggravates me to no end that we do not logically, plausibly, and dispassionately evaluate people's qualifications to serve, we instead evaluate what label they're wearing and decide, yeah, put that guy, as many people on our team as we can get into that competition. Politics has become a game where you can win the game by injecting as many players onto the playing field as you can get away with injecting. Like, when the Chiefs and Eagles played the Super Bowl on Sunday night, they'll each only be allowed 11 players on the field. When you get another player on the field, they flag you for that. It's called illegal participation. John Fetterman being in the U.S. Senate is illegal participation. It is. Because he's not cognitively, cognitively awake enough to process information in real time, to stand on the Senate floor and make cogent arguments on behalf of the stupid morons in Pennsylvania who put him in the United States Senate to represent them. He can't do it. And now he's lightheaded at a Democratic retreat and he's hospitalized. Our whole political system is lightheaded and should be hospitalized. When we vote less than capable people like John Fetterman into the U.S. Senate. And, I might add, run people like Mehmet Oz for Senate. Because there were better candidates in Pennsylvania than Mehmet Oz. Although Mehmet Oz would have done a great job because he's a super smart guy and a surgeon. He can actually process information in real time. Okay, this is what happens when I let my emotions run away with me. John Fetterman. Light, beep, 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 breaking news. John Fetterman, lightheaded and hospitalized. I hope you get better, John Fetterman. Bruce, do you need to I hug? take advantage. <laughs> I, I, I take umbrage at the woman. I, I can't stop. The woman he married is supposed to be his biggest supporter, defender, and protector. That's what a marriage is, is when your spouse sees the best in you even when you don't exhibit and display the best in you. Your spouse sticks with you through all things. That's what a marriage is. That's what a family is. And she put John Fetterman out there on the campaign trail as a prop so she could get a Senate seat. You know who else does this, of course, who did this, who who credits or who owes, rather, their owes, their right, their access to power in Washington, D.C. to this same exact backdoor move to national public office is Democratic Congresswoman Joyce Beatty, who replaced her husband Otto Beatty when he got ill. Why do we allow this crap? We should have a 
national law against a family member representing another family member when illness takes them out of office. It's infuriating. I didn't plan any of this. Wow. I'm sorry. You need a hug. I don't need a hug. I need like I need America to be what America was founded to be. Got, that would that would be the biggest hug I could get. On your on your tangent here. Yes. Who's going to determine John Fetterman, if you missed it. Lightheaded and hospitalized. Who's gonna determine? Who's gonna be the governing board to determine the qualifications that you're talking about? Because if that were in Make case, him take a cognitive test. He wouldn't he wouldn't give away his medical records. Right. I mean, what a joke. We got to see, I could give two hoots about a guy's tax returns compared to his medical records. I mean, I I really could. Like, I know the tax returns have a certain purpose, but could we at least know that the synapses are connecting in the brains of Joe Biden and John Fetterman before we put them in the White House and the U.S. Senate? Is that too much to ask? Yes, it is too much to ask. We're not going to do that, Bruce. We're going to elect them because... They're wearing the right color necktie. They're wearing a blue necktie. Oh, he's my guy. Let's see how many guys we can get. Let's see how many people we can get on the field wearing our uniform. Even if they're former bartenders like moronic AOC, let's shove them in there. Even if they're wearing a Corella, a jacket from the Cruella DeVille collection like Marjorie Taylor Greene, let's get them in there because they're on our team. Even if they're like a prattling, preening, screech like Lauren Boebert. Let's get him in there. We jam as many people onto our team as we can possibly get. So there, I hit ineffective legislators on both sides of the aisle. Okay, now to the real news of the day, and this is awful. This is an awful incident. It appears to be a student-led incident. So they had an announcement at Bexley Middle School on during Black uh, History Month, which, you know, we can get we could dismiss this by saying, well, having Black History Month is stupid because it highlights the uh, differences between the races when we're supposed to be a, what is that again? Oh, united nation. But anyway, it is not at all an excuse for the fact that apparently students, after the announcements for Black History Month, displayed an image. I'm not even going to describe the image, but it's a horribly racist image. There's no reason for me to give it any kind of credence because... It may really bother somebody for me to describe the image, but trust me on this. It's a very racist image. And so there was a board meeting about it last night, and the parents are upset in Bexley, and they should be upset. They should be upset about this because we should not at all condone something like this. What happens as a result of it, I do not honestly know, and I cannot say what the right thing is because I do not have enough full details on how it happened. Is this something that a student did? independent of the teacher having the ability to know about it? Does the teacher review the announcements every day? Should the teacher review the announcements every day? I mean, you could certainly say yes, because it would have prevented it in this situation. But we will talk more about this. We've got some really weird traffic uh, situations to talk about with uh, horrible accidents that have taken place. And uh, did Mike DeWine order the arrest of a reporter during his press conference? So weird. At mypillow.com. So, if you missed the breaking news at the top of the show, John Fetterman, lightheaded, the senator from Pennsylvania, and hospitalized. Yes, shocker, right? John Fetterman, not well. 
uh, get well, John, because we don't want your wife in the Senate, even though your wife wants to be in the Senate. That is for sure. Now, we have an incident at Bexley Middle School that was a cause for many parents coming to a Bexley school board meeting and uh, being very upset. And I understand why they're upset. Uh, I believe that they are justified in being upset. What I don't know, because the reporting on this in the local uh, TV and uh, newspaper is leaving out facts I need to know to understand what should happen as a result of this incident. So they have a black history announcement at school. I'm filtering this through because these blanks are not filled in. I'm filtering this through the prism of what I know about how things work at my own children's school. And that is they have a morning announcement that they play throughout the school on video screens. Okay. So this, the visual part of this is essential. So they're playing these announcements on a video screen. And after the announcement, maybe it's a, maybe it's a graphic of some sort of uh, paying homage to black history month. There is also an image then put on the screen immediately after that is decidedly a racist image. It's a very racist image. I'm not going to describe it, but it's a racist image. And this, of course, is offensive. And so they have to get to the bottom of this because it's not even arguable that it's offensive and shouldn't have happened. Not even arguable. And so what I don't know is, was the person in charge of the announcements supposed to check the announcements by the students every single day? Did they do that? And then did the student insert it after the check had taken place? Because all the parents that went to the meeting and talked about this, uh, I want this supervisor's head on a platter, figuratively speaking. They want the person to lose their job, and they're you know very upset that they didn't lose their job right away. This is a tough call, but again, I will say, like I say in so many instances, whether it's police violence against a, a person arrested or whatever, that if you can, if you can give the process of fully investigating it time to work, then you will be able to determine after the process is completed and the decision is made, whatever the decision is, and the justification is given for the decision, then you can get a reaction that is more informed. Right now, I understand you are hurt. You are understandably hurt. You are you are um, justified in being hurt by this. Um, but I just think, you know, give Bexley a chance to investigate it, figure it out. Because I here I'll say, if the faculty member in charge of reviewing the announcements reviewed the announcements, and after the review, a student did what is unacceptable... I don't know that the faculty member is at fault or should have their career sacrificed because of this. I just I just don't believe that because you and I both know that if the person is fired because of this, they will then try to stay in the field of education and their ability to get a job beyond that, beyond where they are at Bexley, will be severely compromised and in fact may end. It may not be it may not be uh, anything that they can possibly be able to do to get another job is that the way we want to treat people in america we want to blackball them for something that is not a failure on their part and it may have been it may have been a failure on their part maybe maybe it made it out over the school announcements because they typically check the announcements and that particular day they didn't i don't know was this black history announcement it's it's black history month right black history month so i mean this graphic that this racist image followed on the announcements 
Maybe the student had it locked and loaded, ready to go. Oh, if there's ever a day where Mr. or Mrs. whatever or Miss whatever doesn't check the announcements, we're going to slip it in there. Just there's way too much unknown to render a judgment on what should be known. And, and here's what the reason why these kinds of things become problems is because A, it's a wrong circumstance. It brings up past wrong circumstances. It scratches a very hurtful scab, and then people start making pronouncements that are far too wide-ranging. Some of the parents saying, like, uh, Bexley is a place you have to heal from. Uh, if If you were unsurprised by this incident, you have not been paying attention. That's a board member that said that. Disappointed, yes. Surprised, no. I thought board members were supposed to be supporters of the district. That's a strange comment to me coming from a board member. It's okay to say you're sickened and appalled and embarrassed and angry. That's what the superintendent said. That's perfectly fine. He should be that way. But for a board member to say, oh, if you're surprised by this, you haven't been paying attention. Well, to me, that's just not a statement that a board member should make. And I don't know the board member. I don't know anything about the board member other than I know they're female. Although I suppose in this day and age, I can't recall, I can't. Uh, count on the fact that a person has a feminine name that they would actually be a woman. Because after all, what is a woman, right? Who knows? Yeah. Speaking of what is a woman, Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire was in front of the Tennessee legislature yesterday because Matt Walsh, having disclosed videos from the Vanderbilt Children's Gender Clinic, where they basically said, you know, we need to get into this child gender medicine because... Boy, we can sure make a lot of money doing it. Matt Walsh exposed that. Tennessee now has a law that basically shut down the Vanderbilt Gender Clinic. And they're debating the law. It's going to pass because Tennessee has its mind right on this issue once awakened to it. So uh, not all the Tennessee politicians, of course, are on board with this. So yesterday... Matt Walsh was at the Tennessee legislature testifying on, hey, do this. This law is necessary. Here's why it's necessary. And the Democrat uh, goes the low road trying to uh, disparage Matt Walsh. Can you give us a summary of your educational background or your health care education experience? Mr. Walsh, you recognized my experience in health care. Your educational background. I'm just curious. You, 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 you've yeah. testified as to a lot of your own research. So I'm curious for what purpose you do that and what background you have to qualify you to speak to that. Well, my Mr. background Walsh. that qualifies me to speak to this is that I'm a human being with a brain and common sense and I have a soul. And so therefore, I think it's a really bad idea to chemically castrate children. That is my experience. Um, also, I, I did. Now, it's true. I didn't I didn't go to college, but I did go to school long enough to learn how to read. So I can read the data for myself, and that's exactly what I've done. See, this is the left's best, they think, argument. Oh, you're not an expert. You don't have advanced degrees. You didn't study. Oh, your opinion is irrelevant. No, it is not irrelevant. Common sense. Common sense. Common sense. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.